Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is still sports time as we are talking week six. Wow, I can't believe it's already week six in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today is Craig Neals. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing well. All right, good to have you on. And rounding up the trifecta, as always, is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am wonderful, thank you. All right, a lot going on. Hockey's coming back. Football's in full swing. Basketball will be back in a week. It's it's that wonderful time of year again, despite the weather being kind of crappy up here in Kenyatta. But uh, we had another good week. Uh, we're still alive in Survivor. Miami, uh, unfortunately, we just couldn't pull the trigger on the Detroit Lions last week. Uh, we, we, we discussed it off. The, you know, we had our, the three of us had a little text chain going, and we were like, should we switch to Detroit? Should we switch to Detroit? Because then we can use Miami this week against Carolina. And then all of a sudden the Lions were missing everybody, and it was like, ah, all right, let's just stick with Miami. And then Miami was easy enough. And uh, Miami threw a 14-point swing pick six against the Giants, you guys, and still covered the (laughs) minus 12, right? Like, normally, when when you're laying nearly two touchdowns like that and the team throws a pick six, let alone a pick six that goes 98 yards the other way, you usually don't cover that, but, uh... But here we are. Um, Giants are very good. They can get no. breaks like that and still lose by double digits, as we yeah. said. Yeah, we're five weeks in, and their only first half touchdown was scored by the defense, again, with two minutes left in the first half on a 98-yard pick six uh, that Tua never should have thrown. Uh, so it is what it is. All right. Now, moving on to week uh, six. And first up. Uh, Thursday night, your boys, Craig, right off the hop, head into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are laying ten and a half. Now, I was adamant on this podcast last week, and to you guys in, uh, in again, that very same text thread that we have, that we needed to be on the side of the Broncos uh, last week when they were laying points against the Rams, or sorry, against the Jets, uh, because... 91 percent that is not how i felt no that's not how you felt kudos to you kudos to you but just 91 percent of the handle and the money were all on the jets and i'm i'm when it that happens it happens every couple of years where there's a game like that where all of the handle is on one side and all the money's on one side and my instinct is always to be on the nine percent because as you know a lot of people like to say they don't get all that golden lights in Las Vegas from people winning all, winning 91% of the time, right? So, and, and it was there for the Broncos, right? It just it just sort of, it just didn't happen. And also I was reading that uh, this basically has been the most profitable first five weeks of the public uh, in a long, long time. So a lot of that stuff's going to start coming back, uh, coming back around, but that 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 Broncos cheat and that Broncos Jets game had something to do with it. The last time there was that amount of handle on a game, I remember it was two years ago. It was the eventual Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams went in to face the very same New York Jets we were just talking about, and the Jets were at the time winless in they were like 0 and 11 or something, and they were tanking for Trevor Lawrence, and the Rams were. Minus, they were like a three touchdown favorite in that game, or it was close to a three touchdown favorite. Ninety one percent of the of the tickets and the handle were on the Rams, and I was on the Jets, and the Jets won that game, guys. They outright won that game when they were like a, nearly a minus three, with nearly a three touchdown underdog. Um, so 
That's the stuff that I'm talking about. And I was sort of expecting that to happen in Broncos Jets. Didn't really happen. Uh, but that's a very long-winded way of me asking you, Craig, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about your Denver Broncos right now, one and four in week six? I think it's time to just sell everybody, you know? Like, I, I think it's time to basically uh, – I'm, I'm willing to trade anyone other than Sertan at this point on the okay. roster. And, you know, you know right. Mims because he's relatively new and, and, and so forth. But that's about it. Um, and Mims looks good, but everyone else, I think that you can have a conversation about if you are, um, if you're the Broncos front office and I suspect they'll do a little bit. I think that they should like, I don't think they're going to get to the Caleb Williams level just cause I think Chicago's going to try to make sure it's them. Uh, and Chicago has two chances cause they have the Panthers pick as well, but I think that they will probably, you know, have a top five pick, but the defense is just too bad. It's too bad. And it's uh, the the scheme is bad. The a lot of the personnel is bad. Just you know, make some trades, get some draft equity. Yeah, Chiefs are sixth in DVOA. Uh, Broncos are thirtieth, but they do have the aforementioned worst ranked defense in the league according to DVOA. Um, I do think some. I mean, it, the defense is bad. It, it's 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 really bad. But I I do think that thirty two is it's especially bit... bad on third down and. You know yeah. who's good on third down? The quarterback for this team. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he had third down this week. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's, that's the point. The Broncos may <laughs> not allow a third down conversion all night. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Gambling-wise for this one, this like it's weird to get the hold-your-nose play of the week right now. I mean, I got two candidates for the hold-your-nose, and you guys can tell me which one's a bit more bold, but it, it, one of them is going to be this. Because you have to take the Broncos plus the 10.5 here. I know what I'm saying, and I know I don't have a lot of cachet right now saying you got to bet the Broncos after I'm so adamant in week five and it blew up in my face. Uh, but this is a Chiefs team that has a gimpy Travis Kelsey who is easily their best weapon. They're not firing on all cylinders right now. Historically, when they are firing on high cylinders, they don't cover these high lines just because that's the way the Chiefs kind of operate. Um, they do the thing where, like, when they're co- when when they're up by 10 like this, or, sorry, when they're, when they're uh, laying 10 like this, they tend to win the game by 8. They get the ball back with four minutes left, and, you're and you know, the people who are on the... Uh, uh, the people who are on, who are laying the points, are like, all right, Mahomes just got to go down, fire one in the end zone there, and they don't do that. They just they get the first down, clock ticking, get another first down, clock ticking. They they bleed. They can bleed like eight minutes off a clock. The Chiefs, and when they're up eight, and they know they can do that, so they don't need to cover these high lines. Again, short week, gimpy Travis Kelsey. Broncos look like like nobody wants to bet the Broncos right now. It's just a classic. Hold your nose and take the points with the Broncos. It's not going to be easy, but you know these are not the the gambling moves uh, that are easy. I'm 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 sorry. It just it is what it is. Uh, Billy, what do you think about uh, the Chiefs land ten and a half right now? Yeah, I think normally you take the points in a division game like this on a Thursday when people might come out a little slower. I think all logic points to the Broncos here, but I'd have a hard time watching any of the games we've seen them play and thinking I'd like money on that team. Uh, so I'm going to say Broncos, but not one of my five would rather not go near it. Yeah. It's not going to be one of my five, but I will have a couple of units on the Broncos. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Final, final thoughts on your boys here. Uh, the team lacks, um, 
talented enough players to bet on them in this situation on a Thursday. Um, sorry, they just do. Um, yeah, I, I just like you know, the, even even if even if Kelsey doesn't play, which I think he's going to play, but even if he doesn't play, the Bron- the Chiefs have enough guys who'd be able to beat the Broncos' non-Sertan defensive backs that I don't really think that this is. Um, this is going to be all that competitive. So uh, I think that Kansas City will be able to score as many points as they're so inclined to score in this football game. So if they feel like winning by 11, they'll win by 11. Yeah, it definitely feels like you could win yeah, a fantasy definitely. football week on Thursday if uh, if you're so inclined, if you if you got a lot of Chiefs. Uh, just get I had DJ Moore last week. That helped. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, I think I got a Pacheco somewhere, so I'll probably get him in the old lineup. All right. Uh, so Bill and I are on the Broncos. Craig is staying the hell away from his Broncos. He's probably watching. You watch a lot of Caleb Williams tape these days, Craig. I actually went out of my way to watch a USC game last Saturday because I'm like, well, I better start watching these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Baltimore Ravens headed to Tennessee. Actually, they don't head into Tennessee. This is another London game because it starts at 9.30 in the morning. Third London game in a row. This game is one of my five right now, but it's going to be the first one out just as soon as I find a favorite. I I haven't locked in on a favorite yet this week. I got five underdogs for my five here. This is one of them. God, I wish this game was not in London. If this game was not in London, this would be a no-brainer five for me because you've got... uh, Lamar Jackson, who historically you want to bet him as an underdog and fade him as a favorite, and you've got dog god Mike Vrabel as a home underdog uh, that can you know grind up this Baltimore team. Uh, it opened up at Tennessee minus or plus four and a half. It's now ten. The sharps have come in on Tennessee, so it's uh, knocked that half point off. So Baltimore's currently laying four in as a road team, but technically in London, uh, so nobody's really a road team. God, I wish I, I just my, my my analysis on this game is I, I wish it wasn't in uh, London because this would be a no brainer take uh, Tennessee for me. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I, I think I probably want the points. Yeah, the Ravens have looked fantastic this year, though. Um, Except I, they're, they're, they got the two stupidest losses, according to I think it was Pro Football Focus. I was reading the two stupidest losses of the year, like never should have happened, were. Baltimore last week against Pittsburgh and Baltimore uh, d- uh, like two weeks ago against the Colts. Like the Ravens should be five and zero right now and aren't because they shot themselves in the foot. Sorry, yeah, that, that was and Pittsburgh has looked terrible. So that was a embarrassing oh. game. Uh, I I still think I like our well, throwing that interception at the end of that game was re- that was anyway that sorry to interrupt yeah. that was bad that was bad yeah well let me ask you this question Craig uh when how do you normally score 14 points in uh in a football game NFL football game typically you will score two touchdowns and there will be a converted extra point on each one yeah that's not how Pittsburgh did it <laughs> <laughs> I believe Pittsburgh went field goal Safety, field goal, touchdown, missed two-point conversion for their 14. <laughs> That's right. You know. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh. Hey, sorry, Billy. You were saying uh, Tennessee uh, plus four right now. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking Tennessee and I'm taking the points. I, I think it should be a close enough game. If nothing else, it'll be a slow game. I don't think mm-hmm. either they're going to light it up. So I'll take the Tennessee with the points. Lamar's interception was horrendous, as Craig mentioned, but... 
good lord, the, the the drops that the Ravens had in that game. And then, like, people have picked it apart and they've shown them all. And, like, some of them are just, I, man, I, I don't even, I, I can't even describe them. One guy, I don't even remember who it was. Zay Flowers had a bad one, but it wasn't Zay Flowers. Somebody else, the ball hit his hands. And then it, it's as if his hands, and you know, like, when you put two magnets up against each other and they're, like, and they automatically <laughs> repel themselves. The ball hit this guy's hands, and his hands moved away from the ball as if they were, you know, like two positive sides of a magnet going at it. It was, it was bizarre. I couldn't believe it. They dropped two touchdowns, not in total, but like on a second down, they dropped the touchdown. And then on the third play, there was another drop touchdown. So you're Lamar, you're like, what the frack? Oh, Ravens lay in uh, four in London. Craig, what do you think? I'm I'm going with the Titans, but I don't love it. Yeah, and you. I just think like, they're going to slow the game down, and make the yeah. game weird enough. You want the points, so do, do you Titans. agree with my theory that if this was in Tennessee, this is a no-brainer five? Uh, yeah, but if this is in Tennessee, the line's probably different by a couple of points too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and maybe you just get the three if it's not in London. Yeah, you might yeah. be right on that. You may be right. All right, uh, next up, the Washington Commanders uh, coming off the super rest, but they also uh, lost to, you know, <laughs> the Bears, who were not good. Um, they head into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons are laying two and a half, so short home favorite for the Falcons. This is historically, or at least uh, uh, on my end anyway, uh, this has historically been an Atlanta Falcons podcast. You know we love a short home dog. That said, uh, I'm, I'm on the Washington Commanders this week. Uh, they're not going to be one of my five, but my units look like they're going to be on the Washington Commanders uh, getting two and a half because I'm happy to fade Desmond Ritter off of what looked like a uh, career game for him. He, he, he looked pretty darn good, but still, uh, and that's, you know, relatively speaking, but I, th- I think it's going to be Washington for me. Very Like I said, very happy to fade Desmond. Uh, uh, very happy to fade Ritter off of his best career game. And Washington's got the super rest, so I like that as well. Craig, what say you? Uh, Falcons short home favorite. I kind of like the Falcons. Okay. Like, and, and maybe this is just me um, believing too much in the Falcons, and I have been accused of this before. But I, I don't think – I think this team is actually not bad. And I, I if I'm getting them as a short home favorite, that's that's fine with me against a, a Washington team that, you know, obviously it there have been some bumps in the road, to say the least, especially getting lit up by Justin Fields just 10 days ago. So, or 10 days before this game, either way. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I think the Falcons. And, and look, they're not going to throw the ball with the efficiency that we would like. I think that's true. Uh, I like to believe that the Falcons are going to start altering the carry percentages between Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson sooner rather than later because B. John's got to start getting the ball more. Mm-hmm. He's got to start getting the ball more. I saw that a number today. Back, sorry uh, to interrupt. That breach back touchdown was ridiculous. That, that's oh. special stuff. Yeah, that's special stuff. And, and when you when you have a, a running back like that, who can be the focal point of your passing game. Um, he can sort of transcend the, the running back position as far as value goes. And I think we're seeing that in San Francisco right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I saw some numbers today. Uh, Algier is averaging, I think, three point three yards a carry and Robinson's averaging three point three, three point four yards per touch after contact. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he, he does better after someone's already touched him than Algier does just in general. I, uh, I don't want that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that we're going to start to see more and better efficient offense from the Falcons here. So uh, give me Atlanta. 
All right, Billy, tiebreaker on this one with the Falcons uh, laying two and a half. I am with the Commanders. I, I, they got destroyed by Justin Fields, but Justin Fields was he, he completed fifteen passes. They got destroyed by the deep ball, and and I don't see that happening uh, with Desmond Ritter. Uh, I, I think it'll be a much slower game. Uh, I, I think the the running backs talented, but I still don't think they're going to be able to air it out enough. Uh, I'm taking the Commanders here. A couple of those and, DJ Moore touchdowns could have got could have been pick sixes, right? Like they they were yeah, like shaky. it was a lot of jump balls, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jeff. Something you want to say there, Craig? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, uh, man, uh, I it, I mean it's still going to be the marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate for me. Um, but it just kind of sucks that it seems like it's not going to be Deshaun Watson participating in this football game. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are heading into Cleveland. This opened up at, I think, Cleveland plus four and a half. And as we've gone on in the week, it seems less and less likely that um, Deshaun Watson is going to participate in this game. Looks like it's going to be P.J. Walker. Uh, so now it's, it's as we squeak, it is Niners minus six and a half. Niners coming off of having destroyed the Dallas Cowboys on prime time for everybody to see. Uh, Browns, I mean, God, if this was, this is another one much like the Titans where under a different set of circumstances, this could have easily been one of my five. Um, I'm still going to have my units on the Browns because... I love this Browns defense. The Niners are, I'm, I'm, the Browns are coming off. It, there's just so many uh, classic gambling adages to suggest to take the Browns here. The Browns might have the, like, I know we all love the, the Niners defense, and they're great. The Browns might have the better defensive unit. So that's a reason alone uh, to take six and a half with this Browns, uh, with the Browns at home. Uh, also, the Browns coming off a bye week. The Niners, everybody saw them crush the Dallas Cowboys with uh, relative ease in that Sunday nighter. So the public is going to be all over the Niners here. It's just too juicy a spot to take the to take the Browns. The thing that sucks is if this would be an auto uh, final five pick for me if Deshaun Watson was in this game. Unfortunately, it looks like he's not based on the line. The fact that it's six and a half tells me that Vegas knows he's not going to play. Uh, yeah, he didn't practice today. Uh, yeah, I don't he think we're going to see him. Yeah, so it doesn't look like we're going to see him. But that said, for all those reasons and more, I will still have some units on on the Cleveland Browns because I could still see the Niners getting clipped here, even though uh, the Browns are going to have uh, a backup XFL QB in. Um, the six and a half is just too much for me, and I love this defense. Craig, what say you? Um, Bet MGM's offering this game at five and a half. Is something I say. Yeah, yeah, I've seen seen five and a half. Yeah. Well, it's it's moved between four and a half and six and a half, basically. So do some shopping if you if you want to bet the Niners. Yep. Uh, I I don't see how we can take PJ Walker against the 49ers. You're not you're you're trusting that Browns defense. You're just looking at the name of I that guess. Browns defense to boost your spirits is what it is. <laughs> I guess, but like I I, I just like if. McCaffrey and Kittle and Samuel and Ayuk and those guys, if those guys get to 17, are we sure that PJ and company are getting a 13 or are they going to be stuck at 10? That's that would be, that would be my concern going into this game is that the Niners score 17 and that's all they need to cover this spread. We'll see, you know, the, the Niners are going, 
are going west coast to uh, not quite east coast, but west coast to to eastern standard time or eastern time rather, I should say at the very least. Yeah. So uh, so you're laying the points with the Niners then. Yeah. All right. So Billy, tiebreaker on this one. Browns currently getting six and a half at home. Yeah, it's the 49ers for me. I, I mean, the Browns defense is fantastic, but I think if, if you can't hold the ball on offense, you're going to see a big shift in time of possession, and it's just going to be that 49ers talented offense making them exhausted. Um, I, I think you'll see them start to, to crack middle of the way through the game. So I'm liking the 49ers here. All right. Uh, moving on, the New Orleans Saints head into Houston to take on the Texans. And here's a strange one because the pros are on both sides of this one, guys. Um, Houston's getting plus one and a half at home. Uh, the Sharps that are on this game love – they love uh, CJ. And there's nothing not to love, right? Like, CJ's been great. That was a – I mean, he didn't have kind of his best stuff in the first quarter. Not that he's playing bad. It's just nothing was kind of going for the Texans. And then all of a sudden, you know, he put together – that was that was like one of those career-defining drives. Uh, it just kind of sucked that um, the defense couldn't hold him. Ritter, and then Ritter, you know, kind of responded getting down the field in order to set up coup uh, for the walk-off uh, kick. But, um, you know, the Sharps like both these teams. The, the Sharps are of two minds on this one. Uh, one is, uh, CJ's great and you're getting points with a great quarterback and an offensive line that's getting healthier. And then I think the, uh, the, the sharps that are on the saints are kind of thought is, you know, another week of CJ footage, they kind of, they're starting to learn his tendencies and figure them out. So, you know, maybe they'll figure them out. Um, I am not surprised to see the, the sharps on both sides. Cause I could, I could truly go either way on this. I like both of these teams. They've been pretty good to me gambling so far. And uh, I don't know. I think when in doubt, I would probably just, you know, knife to my ribs on this one. I think I'm just going to take the points with the Houston Texans. Billy, what say you? Yeah, I don't feel like one of these teams stands out well above the other. I I feel like that the Saints defensive unit might be enough to keep uh, keep the Texans guessing. I think I like the Saints here um, on the road. but, yeah, I think it's pretty evenly matched. I think a pick is a good line, or close to a pick uh, So I'll take the Saints here. All right, Craig, tiebreaker on this one. I'm the Saints, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that they're just not – they're a pretty good football team, relatively speaking. Yeah, um, and, Yeah, like, they're, they're okay. And that stupid loss against the Packers in which Carr got hurt. Um, yeah. If, he, if, Carr play, if Carr plays, the Packers don't have are, are, are one and four right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, other than that, the Saints have looked pretty good throughout this season. I think it's fair to say. And we, we got, I think we have to talk more about Dennis Allen, don't we? Just because every year since he's got there, this defense has been elite, and they've had all these personnel changes. And all these guys that have come and gone just because they're, you know, usually up against it for salary cap purposes. They have all these guys that have come and gone. And those guys, whoever they are, whoever sticks around, they just wind up being good every time. So I am, um, I, I, I just, I'm really impressed by this defense. I think it's going to be a tough defense that is uh, to face for a rookie quarterback. So uh, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. 
All right. So you guys are on the Saints. I'm on the Texans. But I can see myself flip-flopping on this one for sure. This is not going to be one of my five, but it'll be interesting to see where I put my units on this one uh, since I bet on every game. Uh, Panthers, Dolphins. Uh, I mean, if you haven't used the Dolphins yet, uh, in uh, Survivor, this is the pick for you. Unfortunately, we used them last week, so we got to find a different one. Uh, Dolphins length 13 and a half. This opened up at 13 and a half and has stayed at 13 and a half. I'm surprised it hasn't made its way to the, to, to the, to the full 14 yet. I um, thought it was going to get the touchdowns when I saw this game in the schedule. I'm like, oh, that's a two-touchdown game, but not yet, which is strange. Yeah, I don't know. Was it the... the... I don't know. Was this the fact that they performed against the Devin... Lions prevent defense, maybe? I, yeah, was, was, honestly... And, and look, I, I'm not sitting here saying that Devin A. Shane at this point in his career is swinging line, but like, if Devin A. Shane was around, would we have chipped in the extra half point here? The guy it's rips possible. off a 70 yard touch. Yeah, it's, it's possible. That's great. And yeah, and it sucks that uh, A. Shane is uh, is out. I kind of liked it better when it was A. Chain because that just sounded a lot cooler. Um, but it is what it is. Guy wants his name pronounced a certain way, and, and I'm not gonna be rude about that. So uh, A. Shane. Being out sucks, both for fantasy and for real life watching awesome stuff happen. Um, that said, I he think... He's a true like, fun player. Yeah, that said, it, it was... I, I, I'm still... You know, this is not going to be one of my five, but, you know, water gun to my head. I'm laying the 13 and a half with the Dolphins just because I simply think that the Carolina Panthers can't keep up. And that Bryce Young pick... Um, is looking worse and worse. <laughs> like Bryce Young over over CJ Stroud is looking worse and worse every single week. Richardson uh, too. Yeah, although Richardson's going to be Richardson himself is going to be out for Richardson. Like that's another guy who's extremely fun to watch play football. That we're going to be out for a little while. It sucks. Yeah, and his sucked because it was just he got rolled over. Right, it wasn't just oh he was being reckless. It was just two guys hit him and he and he rolled on his shoulder. On his and and Richardson, like the diff, one of the differences between Richardson and Young is like Richardson hits guys because Richardson is a gigantic human being. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young is not a gigantic no. human being. Uh, like Richardson looks like a massive human being when he's standing next to NFL players. That's hard to do. That is mm-hmm. hard to do. Very hard. Um, yeah, like I said, water gun to my head. I'm laying the points to the Dolphins because I don't think the Panthers can keep up. Billy, what say you? Yeah, I usually won't go anywhere near a line this high, but I, I like the Dolphins in this one. I think that offense is explosive. I think that they're an offense that, they're not one of these offenses that isn't going to go deep over the Panthers because they're already up by 21. Um, I, I think they're going to put up a lot of points, and I see no way the Panthers can keep up. So I'm laying the points with the Dolphins. Craig, what say you? Dolphins, the Dolphins are 13 and a half. I, I know it sounds too. I'm not, this is not one of my five, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Uh, just because the Dolphins are a team that even if they're not like, even, all right, we're going to run one of those like, you know, weirdo crossing routes to Hill. And then he goes for a 70 yard touchdown. It's like, oh, okay. Like we're not even throwing deep balls and we're still scoring. The offense really is a machine. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, now, and the only team that's ever, that's put a stop to them at all this year is Buffalo. And now a bunch of Buffalo's guys are hurt on defense, so that's that's troubling. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking Miami in this one. This should be two, this should be fourteen. This I really do believe this should be fourteen. So I think you're getting an extra half point here. All right. Yeah, we're all laying the points with the Dolphins on this one. So maybe get it now before it moves to the fourteen, just in case. Uh, I think they're worried. Yeah. Actually, maybe they don't move it to the fourteen because I think they're worried about getting sharp buyback if they move it to the fourteen to the full fourteen. So. 
We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Keep your eye on that. And one. being in a situation where you're either well, you're, you're either paying out or uh, mm-hmm. or um, pushing every bet that comes in. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks Bengals Bengals land three. Here's how thin the margins were for me on this one. This opened up at at what it is right now, which is Bengals minus three. And then I stared at the Seattle plus three, and I was like, I really, really, really like Seattle plus the three. Um, and then it got moved to Seattle minus two and a half. And all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> like, and Burrow looked good. He looked good. Uh, and it was weird that he looked good. And him and Chase hooked up the three TDs. Chase went off. Uh, it, it, it was strange, a little strange that it happened. Not so strange that it was against Arizona, uh, who looked like the Arizona we kind of thought they were going to be. But it was the fact that T. Higgins wasn't out there, and they still didn't bother really covering Jamar Chase, which was – that bit was strange. But They did um, not have – People who are capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Now that said, Arizona was in that game and they were running the ball with James Conner. And then when James Conner got knocked out, that game flipped on its ass. So maybe if Conner was still in there, uh, they were able to run the ball a little better and then they, they keep up in that game. But that, that was certainly sort of a TSN turning point uh, in that game was when, when Conner got knocked out. Um I mean, but Burrow looked good, man. It, it, this this one strange to me because I, I don't – I think – because right now it's back up to Bengals minus three, and I think with it at the minus three, I think I like the Seahawks a little bit better. But, man, when it was minus two and a half, I liked the Bengals side a little better. So that's how thin the margins were for me on this one. But at the plus three, I think I like Seattle a little bit better, and I think this is going to be a pretty good football game. Uh, Craig, what say you? Bengals currently laying three. I think it's going to be the Bengals for me. Uh, like I, I, they're of the belief that T. Higgins might be coming back this week, so there's that. I, I just think that if if the Joe Burrow that we saw against Arizona, and look, the fact that he carved up the, the Cardinals isn't what I'm super excited about, but the fact that the Joe Burrow we saw against Arizona was moving around in the pocket, even had a couple of scramble first downs, was throwing the ball deep, it looks like we're back to normal Joe Burrow, does it not? Yeah, it did for for one week. It did. Now the danger is with hammies like that. It could. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. It, yeah. If he if he if he backtracks, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But if, if we're back to normal, Joe Burrow, this is an easy Bengals pick for me. Like the yeah. Bengals, you don't like it's it, it, at some places you don't have to give up the full field goal. So this is an easy Bengals pick for me. Yeah, if you're fine the two and a half places, then yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I'm that MGM, by the way, is a two and a half. If you're curious. Awesome. Uh, Billy, uh, Bengals land three against Seattle. What do you think? Bengals for me. I I think that you would assume they regressed to the mean. Like, they were playing terrible football for a while there. And, that, and they're not always going to look like the superstars they did last week. But the reality is they have the pieces they need to be a good team. And I think they're better than what we've seen so far, which is why I think you're getting a few uh, extra points here. So I'm taking the Bengals in this one. All right. Uh, next up, the Indianapolis Colts head into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. This one opened up Colts plus five and a half, and the Sharps hammered the shit out of the Colts plus five and a half, and it's down to Jaguars laying four. Uh, even at the four, this is an easy five for me. Uh, you're taking the Colts. Doesn't matter that uh, Gardner Minshew is starting. Gardner Minshew was quite capable. Uh, obviously, I would prefer Anthony Richardson out there, but Minshew's capable enough. The Jaguars just got back from two weeks in London. This is a and this is a divisional matchup with a team that just spent the last two weeks overseas and are now back in Jacksonville. This is this is an easy take for the Colts for me. They're going to be one of my five. Billy, what say you? 
Yeah, I, I think the travel probably doesn't help. Um, but I don't think the Jags have looked that bad the last couple weeks. They got two W's in London, didn't they? Was it two wins or just one? Uh, just the one. They yeah. lost to the Falcons, didn't they? Or did they beat right. the Falcons, but barely. I don't remember. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... No, they won. They got two we- They got two, two W's in London. You were right. Okay. I, I think they look pretty good. I think the Colts, you're right, Minshew is capable. He's no Richardson, certainly not as electric, but he, he can play. Uh, but I still think I like the Jags here. Um, not one of my five, but I, I think the Jags are a better team, so I'm leaning on them. All right, Craig, tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, this was a tough one for me. But uh, I think, well, for starters, I really wish that Anthony Richardson was in the football game. Uh, if he was, I would be going Colts for sure, but I, I think I'm leaning Jags. All right. But if you want the Colts, uh, there are there are four and a half places right now. Nice, yeah, go shot. Yeah, unfortunately, you missed the five and a half. The Sharps murdered that on uh, Sunday night uh, when that line was put up. But man, what are you gonna do? What happens? All right, last game of the one o'clock slate, Bill. Your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, who come off getting a little hosed at the end of that uh, at the end of that Chiefs game. Probably had a chance to tie it. Uh, or, or should have at least had a chance to tie it. You're missing Jefferson now, which sucks. He's out for four weeks. Uh, you're playing the Bears. Bears are getting three. Uh, this line opened. Uh, well, it, 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 like this line is the exact. It's it, to me the the analysis for this one has been the exact same as the Bengals Seahawks because this line's done the exact same thing. It opened at Bears plus three. I liked it. I liked the Bears getting the three, and then it moved down to the minus two and a half. And all of a sudden, I was staring at the Viking side, at Viking side, going ah, two and a half. You know, you know, just a field goal, and I cover. You know that 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 was the exact same thing as the Bengals. Uh, and then it came back up and is now settled at the Vikings minus three. So yeah, a brief stint at the two and a half uh, for the Vikings. I think at the three, I got to go with Chicago. And if it if I can find a two and a half, I'm I'm gonna bet the Vikings uh, somewhere else. So again, that's like I said, how razor thin the margins are for me. Uh, Bears coming off the su- uh, off the super rest on the Thursday game, and uh, the Vikings are uh, coming off a tough loss uh, where a guy took off his helmet and wasn't penalized for it. Uh, what say you, Bill? Your boys currently laying three in Chicago. Yeah, I I, I think. You know, much like in week one when Kelsey wasn't there, you got to see what this team looks like without one of their key players like that. Uh, are the Vikings going to come out and not know what they're doing, or are they going to come out, you know, just next man up kind of thing? I, I like their ability to adapt here, so I think I'm going Vikings on this one. Um, but it's not like they have anybody on the roster that can just do what Jefferson does, right? There's nobody in the league that can do what Jefferson does. Uh, so I think it'll be a different vikings team um but i do think they should be able to adapt and i think the bears are not good um and i think the defense should be able to keep them at bay so give me the vikings here all right uh were you, did you bump into that non-call on the the guy who took his helmet off yeah yeah like sorry did i did i what like like did you like the guy who took his helmet off was that like were you <laughs> Obviously, that's that enrage you because obviously some people, non-Vikings fans, that were enraged. That would change right? possession, to be clear. 
All that would have done is change field position because he took his it, he took his helmet off after the change of possession. It was between downs, yeah. So it, it was enraging, but at, at the same time, you you don't want things like that to change the outcome of a game, too, right? Like that's yeah. that's frustrating too. So I, I think that should they have got the 15 yards? Absolutely. Would that have changed anything? Probably not. The Vikings did have a chance at the end, and they did not look that effective. Uh, so don't think it changed anything. It was just stupid, especially well, the ref told him to put it on like you were staring at him like why would you like, like yep that was yeah that was the part that me too it was like why are you having a conversation with him about this like you, you obviously noticed what happened so yeah, yeah. I, I see, i'll say see, that I did... at that point was was jefferson already hurt like once once jefferson went out of the game it's like okay, yeah minnesota's probably tie this but yeah, yeah he wasn't there for the final drive but uh, i didn't bump into the guy telling him i know there's this big conspiracy that the especially after the last what happened last super bowl that the Chiefs get every call, and and they just looked at that as another. All oh, the refs favor in the Chiefs again, but I honestly like because the helmet off rule to me is kind of dumb. Uh, I get it when that uh, I can't remember who it was for the Browns who did that all those years ago. Uh, who did that mid play, right? <laughs> like that one. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Remember there was that that Cardinals guy that famously did it like in the end zone celebration. Rod Tidwell. No, yeah. Sorry, no, I'm thinking <laughs> no, yeah, thinking of a movie. Uh, well, but yeah, because I mean, last year when when DJ Moore did it when he was on the when he was on the Panthers and it cost him that yeah. game against Atlanta, that was horrendous. Like you don't need to do that. Like so, I didn't mind the guy going like, put your helmet on back right now, otherwise I'm throwing the flag. Right? Like we need a bit more of that from the officials on that sort of stuff as opposed to just being like helmets off, I'm throwing the flag and making it kind of all about me. I I. I like that a bit more. I just, uh, you know, let's see some other teams getting that stuff, not just the Kansas City Chiefs, you know. Uh, that that That's how I feel about it anyway, yeah. Because um, I prefer the spirit of the rule more to the to the actual rule. Uh, Craig, what do you say about this one? Vikings laying three in Chicago. Uh, I'm leaning Vikings, especially if you can get the two and a half. What do, you, do you think this line is, what, three and a half or four if Jefferson plays? Jefferson moves the line by a point, right? Yeah, at, le- at least half a point, I would say. Maybe you're getting the hook yeah. if, if he's playing in this game. I, I'd say that, yeah. He's probably getting, probably getting the hook. Yep. All right. Uh, marquee matchup. Uh, I, I'm still kind of inclined to pick 49ers-Browns, uh, even though it's going to be P.J. Walker. But if not, Seahawks, bang, see. Pardon me, Seahawks in English. Uh, Seahawks Bengals uh, is is another good one for me. What's the Scott Hansen game for one o'clock there, Craig? I'll tell you right now. I didn't want to make any of this game a Scott Hansen game because I know that four is not a busy slate, but yeah. I just can't help making Patriots and Raiders the Scott Hansen game, even though it's at four. So Fair everyone enough. one o'clock is off the hook. I'm, I, I I'm no, so, no rules, no God. rules to the Scott God. Hansen, right? Yeah, no rules to the Scott Hansen game. All right. Scott, well, I have to do a lot of tap dancing to not show us Patriots Raiders in a yeah. four o'clock time. I understand this, but you know what? Would I rather watch highlights from the one o'clock games at that point? Yes, I would yeah. rather do that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a great segue because we're sliding right into the first four o'clock game, which is the New England Patriots heading to the Raiders. Raiders length three, getting the three point home bump. Um, now, Craig's right. Uh, that you should never, <laughs> that you should never um, show this game, and this is the the, the first ever uh, 
four o'clock. I'm sure we, I think we've awarded other four o'clock games to Scott Hansen, but this is the first time where we, I believe Craig refused to nominate one of the one o'clock slate games because this four o'clock slate game was so <laughs> bad. Right. Josh McDaniels is a fucking moron. Like, oh my God. Like to have money on the Raiders like I did, uh, God, what were the four bets I made? I had Raiders first half money line came through. Um, the under, which was, uh, which was a lock because it was like under 45 and a half or something. And the game was like 17, 14. So even, even if the, they gave up the touchdown, um, so the under was a lock. So I was guaranteed two and two. The other ones I had were, I, I bet it earlier in the week when it was, uh, Raiders getting one and a half. And then, uh, I re-upped again before the game started when they were laying the two and a half. Cause I thought they were going to win anyway. And they needed one goddamn yard. And, oh, my God. And Jacobs was getting one yard consistently throughout the game. And you're supposed to be some offensive guru genius guy. Like, this is this is your spot. This is your spot to be like, watch me get this yard, right? Like, I'm just going to end the game right here. No. Motherfucker kicks the 52-yard field goal with a guy that already shanked one earlier in the game. Although, I guess it got tipped, but still. And then the guy doinks it. And I got to sit there sweating not only, uh, you know, a uh, 2-4 and four game instead of a 4-4 four for four game, but also like, oh my God, are the Packers going to escape this and be 3-2 and two, and they're going to be one win within the de- with, with the Lions for the division? Um, luckily, it didn't go down like that, but only by the skin of, of <laughs> Josh McDaniel's dumbass teeth. Uh, <laughs> so I say all that crap uh, to say that I hate the Raiders and I hate the Patriots and Patriots fans, boy, settle in. This is your life now. This is your life now. All that, that like that 20 years you had, that is gone. And let me tell you, it's never coming back. And and this is the downside of the Patriots because now they're just going to be sure they got seven Super Bowls or whatever. Good for them. But now they're just going to be the sad bastard that says, hey, you remember that time that happened or whatever, right? Like that's going to be them for in perpetuity for the rest of their lives. Always chasing the, the always chasing that, that the, those years from, from uh, 2000 to 2020. Oh man, that's dreadful. Um, that said, you got to bet the Patriots this week. <laughs> this is, this is, this is the hold your nose play of the week. I like, I, I nominated like it, like it can be the Broncos, but this is officially the hold your nose play of the week. You've got to take the, the, the New England uh, Patriots. There's too many reasons not to, despite how bad Mac Jones looks. McDaniels versus Belichick. There's no way Belichick's going to lose to this little twerp. Uh, the classic team that just won in a primetime matchup and they're on a short week that lost to a team that got blown the hell out on in, in, in emphatic fashion uh, and, and like the public's going to be on Las Vegas it's the hold your nose play of the week uh, the Patriots plus three not going to be one of my five but all of my units will be on the New England Patriots Craig what say you Raiders land three uh, I'm probably going with the Patriots as well here um, last week I said uh, the one thing I wanted out of that Monday night pick uh, Raiders and Packers game was for the Manning brothers to get really angry at Josh McDaniels for a coaching decision. And I got it <laughs> yeah. till the what very they, end of the game, but I got, what it. did they do? I saw the clip of Peyton doing the full like lap around his chair with that, like love through three picks. One of them was just horrendous. Yeah. The first like, he just, one, he yeah just, it was a, it's like, he just threw it to three guys. So the first round, yeah. he just didn't even say anything. He just stands, walks around for a bit and then sits down. Uh, yeah. No, but when he didn't go for 
fourth down. Peyton's like, you're going to get them great field position if he misses this. And then Peyton, Eli's like, so you don't want him to go for this? And Peyton's like, I only want him to, I only want him to kick him if he kick it if he makes it. And then Carlson misses the field goal. He's like, I didn't want him to go for it. Like, yeah, it was, <laughs> and even if he makes the kick, the it can still tie out. the game. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah, oh it really is the best broadcast of anything in all the sports. Yeah, it's it's so it much really. fun. And the fact that they're getting these... Yeah. Like, normally you kind of want... Uh, I, like, the, their broadcast is so good. And the two of them, like, viscerally reacting to bad football is why I don't mind... Like, I think they should, like... Right now, uh, I, I know we want great matchups for the Monday Nighter, and this one looks to be pretty decent. But these two teams, I think, offer the best. Like the, the two teams we have on Monday night, we'll get to that game. Offer the best possible. Like there are two teams that offer the best, a, a really good chance for something we've never seen before to happen for Peyton and, and uh, Eli to just go, huh? <laughs> right? But other than that, like you know, you don't really want. You know, you know, you don't really want. Niners, I, I feel like this may, might just be me personally. You guys can tell me if I'm talking on my ass here, but I don't really want Niners Dolphins on Monday night. I want matchups like Packers Raiders where it's going to be close or it's two mid teams where it's going to be close and mistakes will be made. And those two can kind of react to it and just be like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> right? Like, like that's, that's, that's where I'm kind of at with the Monday Nighters. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy, but I, 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 re- I really like it. I really like it. Um, so Craig and I are both on the Patriots. Billy, what say you? Raiders land three. Yeah, I want the points in this one. I don't think there's going to be much scoring back and forth here. So I don't think you need to worry about Hanson putting it on. Uh, I'm taking the points here, and I'm betting the under. All right. Uh, under's actually 41.5, which is – I thought that was high. I definitely thought this was going to be like a third. I guess the Raiders are, have been moving the ball decently enough. Um that, I, that probably explains why it's in the, the low 40s. Um, all right, next up, the Detroit Lions, top of the north right now, uh, head into Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. This line open up at Lions laying three and a half with the hook. The hook is gone because the Sharps have hammered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I imagine at three is where this shall stay because uh, they're not going to the two and a half because then you got to worry about the Sharp buyback on the Lions at the two and a half, I think, if they're not laying the field goal. Um I still like it at three. Too good of a spot. Public's going to be all over my Detroit Lions. This is going to be one of my five guys. It's too good of a spot to take to not take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm sorry. This sucks. I really want them to go five and one, but I just this is too good of a spot. The Bucks have a decent defense. It's Jared Goff outside on the road laying points. Bucks off a bye. It's just too standard. You have to take the Buccaneers here. And it sucks because I'm staring at the Lions looking at third in DVOA. <laughs> right? Like, it's... Ah! Oh, it's upsetting. But it's just too good of a spot. It's too good of a spot. Uh, Tampa Bay at 14th in DVOA, so they're, they're, they're having a much better season than people thought they would have. Billy, what do you think? Lions currently laying three on the road in Tampa Bay. You know what? I started this year not a believer. Um, but I think the Lions are pretty good. Uh, I'm willing to lay the points with the Lions here. I, I, I think they're a better team than the Buccaneers, and I think they will consistently be a better team than the Buccaneers. I think this line should be a little bit higher, so I'm taking the Lions. Now, I, I think I agree with you, Billy, about like, you know, because I obviously was skeptical myself about like, you know, having watched the Lions for the entirety of my life. It, it was just... 
and I, you know, I still, and we, you know, we just, we lost Mosley again. He played two plays and then tore his other ACL, which God, that sucks. Um, that really does. Yep. It really does suck. But I mean, I still think they got guys back there that are decent. And the thing, the, the thing that I think that is stopping guys from fully giving into this Lions team and myself too, a little bit is that when, when you look at the names in the skill positions on both sides of the ball, like corner and whatnot, they're not names that jump off the page to you. They're good names, but they're, they're, they're not stud studs. Same with the, the offensive side of the ball where it's like, man, if they really had, like they've got uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who they missed last week, but you know, they won without him anyway. And they got Montgomery who's doing stuff. But, you know, they don't have that guy that makes you go, oh, boy, look at that. But, man, they fucking win in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Like, both oh, yeah. sides of the ball, they win in the trenches. And that's where football games are won, right? Craig, what say you? Tiebreaker on this one. Lions. Okay. Interesting. I'm surprised. The all, the gambling are... ad- all the gambling adages are just, you got to take Tampa Bay here, though. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the Sharks are all on like, Tampa I did, Bay, too. Lions are one of my five. All I'm saying is the Lions are fourth in uh, DVOA on offense and third in defense. Yeah. They're really good. You yeah. know? <laughs> That's just it. This is just such a spot to get clipped, though, isn't it? Like, 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 just with the box. Like, maybe the Lions win, but it's still by the three, and you wish you had that three and a half or something like that. I don't know. And it looks like Amon Ross St. Brown's going to be back for this one. He's been practicing all week and whether or not the, uh, whether or not the abdominal, uh, injury that he's got, um, you know, limits the the snaps or limits his, uh, ability. Obviously we'll have to watch the game to find out, but, ah, I think, I think, uh, all right. I, I just, it's weird. It's weird to have hope. Cause like, it, like that, the Lions were missing their guys and they still, handled the just handled them right like mm. and that Carolina team was bad and it kind of sucked to go to I was up against Thielen and Bryce Young in fantasy and so that garbage time touchdown to Thielen I was like I ah, go bleep yourself fantasy god I hate it that's when fantasy's really bad right like when when you know Bryce Young who had good crap all game and out of Thielen who had a good game but was like yeah. Gets the excuse me touchdown at the end. That's when fantasy is <laughs> truly, truly dreadful. All right. Uh, Arizona Cardinals heading into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. And we have a line change here, guys, because this line uh, was six and a half when we started the podcast. And it is now the full seven. And uh, uh, pros are on the this is a weird one. Pros were on the Rams, but they were on the Rams at the six. And now that it's at the seven, I wonder if we're going to see some buyback. Public was on Arizona. This was the fishiest line of the week. But now that I'm staring at the full seven, I think we got to go with the Cardinals, don't we, with with the full seven? Or are we worried about them kind of receding into the night after having a couple of good weeks? Craig, what say you? Uh, Rams currently laying seven. Um. I think I gotta go Rams. Hmm. The offense just looked really good with Cup, and you have Cup and Nakua all of a sudden, and like, oh man, like this is gonna oh, be that this was, is gonna be difficult. Yeah. Deal. Sta- Stafford was like, he was a pig and shit in that first series when he had the ball. He was just like, all right, one to Nakua, and a second one to Nakua, and then cup, 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 and Nakua <laughs> into the end zone. <laughs> right? Like, it was just. Oh man, that was that was that first series was a joy to watch. Um, DVOA wise, this is a close matchup. Uh, 
Rams are 18 and Cardinals are Cardinals are 21st. Cardinals are 10th in offensive DVOA. They're moving the ball a little bit. Now, is James Conner playing in this game? Let me quickly uh, no. look up. No. Okay. So He's not. God, I think with the seven though, I got to go with the Cardinals. So I, I'm, I'm going to say with the Cardinals now that it's at the fully. So uh, now that it's at the full touchdown, Billy, what say you? Tiebreaker on this one. Rams for me. I, I think that offense is fantastic. I mean, they they obviously couldn't get it done against Philly, but uh, there's no reason to believe they're not going to be flying all over the place this week. So I think it'll be a little more high scoring. I'm willing to trust them with a higher line like that, just because the uh, the offense can score. So I'd say give me the Rams. All right. Um, next up, the Philadelphia Eagles head into New York to take on the Jets. Uh, this one is simple for me. If Sauce Gardner is playing in this game, you're taking the Jets. If Sauce Gardner is not playing in this game, uh, you're bailing. <laughs> that's, that's as simple as it is to me. Uh, this Jets defense is too – I know the Eagles are damn good, and they are undefeated right now, and they'll probably win this game, but – uh, seven points is too much to be given up uh, to the New York Jets in this defense at home. So I'm going to take the seven if Sauce Gardner is indeed playing in this game. Craig, what say you? Um, I, I think, I think, I think, yeah, same. I'm, I'm not taking anyone in this game. I don't, I don't love this line either way. Um, but I, I, I certainly would not be comfortable with Zach Wilson against this defense. No, it's not. It's not going to be great, but uh, yeah, I, I just think I, I think like I said, if Sauce plays, you're you're you're. It's if this would qualify as another hole in your nose of the week. I think uh, would be the Jets plus seven. Uh, Billy, uh, what say you? Yeah, Eagles have won one game this year by more than seven. Um, they're not blowing teams out of the water. They're they're playing good football and they're getting W's. Um, but I think you got a good defense here. I think they're they're at home. I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to take the Jets here and, and trust them uh, to keep it close against the Eagles. All right, boys, we got a 14 point dog in the Sunday night football game. <laughs> like, oh, they, oh, they couldn't have flexed this out for like Seahawks, Bengals, or just anything. Oh man, they can't flex uh, yet. Yeah. As per the, they're gonna figure that out though, right? When they can finally start flight, like they'll be able to figure it before our, our before the, the the three of us have before our time is done on planet Earth, right? They're they're gonna <laughs> flex like they're gonna start flexing after like week three, right? So that they this this shit stops happening. Um, that said, they we we thought we had a glorious matchup last week with Niners Cowboys, and that was a thirty two point <laughs> blowout. Uh, but yeah, Bills are. Coming back from London, they're laying 14. Uh, they got uh, both these teams are on the extra rest. Uh, they're they're laying 14 against the New York Giants, who man that Daniel Jones contract, and uh, not good, not 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 good. Um, I don't really have a lean right now because. God, the Giants look bad, but I just am somewhat morally and ethically opposed to laying 14 points in a primetime matchup. I, I, I just I can't remember the last time we got this kind of – we had to lay this amount of points in a primetime matchup. So this is uncharted territory. I'm going to have to do a little bit of research off pod and get back to you on this one. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Bill's laying 14th right now. I mean, I, I think you got to lay the 14th. 
Like the the Bills are playing excellent football and the Giants are playing terrible football. I can't picture the Bills stalling on that many drives and I can't picture the Giants getting that many third down conversions. Uh, I think you got to go Bills, even though that line is stupid high. Craig, uh, man, it's just, is this another hold your nose play of the week and you take the Giants getting the 14? But I, I, or was the, what happened in London just a product of uh, uh, of the travel and the whatnot with the Bills? What do you think, Craig? Uh, yeah, I think some of it's product travel, but there's also some concerns about injuries on defense. I just don't know if this is the team that's going to take advantage of it, especially if we've got a Great Daniel point. Jones isn't going to play in the game situation. Yeah, with Milano out too, oh, man. The Bills, it, man. Every week, Bills defense really banged up. But, yeah, yeah, it's but without I'm, Daniel Jones, this is the right. Yeah, I'm regretting my uh, like. I mean, the way it looks. Uh, this is not the sexiest week for my Bills. Uh, my Bills Cowboys uh, Super Bowl prediction, right? With the Bills losing their two best defenders for the season, and, uh, and <laughs> the Cowboys just looking like, yeah, you, you're not just not in the same league as the San Francisco 49ers, right? Oh, oh man. All right, Monday Nighter, the Peyton Man, the Manning broadcast uh, should be a good one. Uh, these two teams offer these two teams likely to offer uh, at least one. One of these two teams is going to do something silly in this game, right? Something silly that Twitter goes, oh my god, I can't believe that they're doing this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, open up Chargers uh, plus two and a half, and it's now down to Chargers uh, uh, plus two. So they, you, you lost a half point there. Uh, it's gross. Friends don't let friends bet the Chargers. But uh, I'm going to be on the Chargers, and they're going to be one of my five guys. <laughs> this is easily one of my five. It's just it's just too good of a spot. Cowboys with sort of short rest playing the Monday night or playing the Sunday nighter, but... Uh, and, and the Chargers off a bye. It's, it's so they're on super duper rest. Uh, yeah, Chargers plus two for me. Uh, Billy, what do you think? I don't know. The Cowboys are just going gangbusters on everybody. I, I don't know that the Chargers are going to be the uh, immovable object here. I, I think I got to go Cowboys. Um, I don't like the spot the Cowboys are in. I think this is a spot where they could falter, all things considered. Um, but they're just playing so much better that I got to go with the Cowboys. All right. Uh, Craig, tiebreaker on the Monday Nighter. Uh, I, I, I'm leaning Cowboys. I'm leaning Cowboys. Okay. I, I just don't trust the Chargers. I don't. I don't. That's fair. Maybe you guys um, can talk me There is no Manning, by the way, this week. They're... Oh. Manning's are off this week. They're back from 49. But, you know. Why are they off this week? Any, the... uh, they just they, they just don't do every game. I think they do like seven or eight a year or something. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Because uh, this would have been a great one. <laughs> one of these teams is going to do something. All right. So that's it for spread talk. Uh, gentlemen, we got to find us a little survivor pick this week. Uh, if you still got the Dolphins available, obviously you're playing the Dolphins. But we do not. Teams we cannot use. Dolphins, Commanders, Bills, Chiefs, Niners. Um... God, I wish we took the Lions last week. Uh, are we just going with the Rams this week, gentlemen? Rams? Yes. Mm, uh, just thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you, Chiefs are gone, so we're not using them on Thursday. Uh, you're not touching Titans-Raven. You're not touching a London game for, for fantasy. 
Falcons Commanders maybe, but I kind of like the Commanders side of that one. Uh, Niners Browns no. Saints Texans no. Dolphins we already used. Bengals Seahawks you're not touching. Jags Colts you're not touching. Uh, Vikings Bears uh, I would like to take the Vikings eventually no. in this matchup, but let's wait until the Vikings are at home. No. <laughs> in this one is what and I and have say. Jefferson and so forth and have Jefferson uh, yeah. Raiders Patriots yeah. I'm not tr- I'm not trusting Josh McDaniels right. Uh, Bucks Lions no. Uh, we haven't used the Eagles yet, but we're not we're not using them on the road no. in against the Jets. Bills we used, and then you're not touching Cowboys Chargers. That's too volatile. So I th- I'm just staring at the Rams. And no, I think Rams think? is the way. You're right. Yep. All right. I think you're right. Craig or Billy. All yep. right. We have Rams an accord. Split. All right. Los Angeles Rams for Week Six. Uh, if you still have them available, obviously uh, you're going to use uh, Dolphins Bills this week uh, over us, but we've already used those particular teams. Uh, yeah. All right, Craig, uh, you and I were both, uh, four and one last week. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off for week six? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the, with the dolphins. I'm going to take the saints. Bengals. I'm going to do the Falcons. And uh, let's go with the Patriots. Oh, man. I thought you were going to go all dogs there for a second. I thought you were going to go all, all all favorites there for a second. All right. Uh, Billy, week six, who you got? Yes, I will take the Lions. I will take the Vikings. Oh, I Billy, will take the favorites. Yep. I, too, will take the Bengals. They're at home. You're in love with the number three this week. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will take the Washington Commanders. Ooh, it's another one. And let's see. I got Vikings. 49ers, I got them yet? Uh, No, you can have the 49ers. 49ers it is. They're higher than three. All right. (laughs) Okay, uh, this one's subject to change because right now I got four underdogs uh, and there's no, or sorry, five underdogs and there's no way. I got to throw a favorite in there somewhere. It's and I'm going to be replacing Tennessee, but for now, uh, give me the Colts, uh, give me the Buccaneers. I'm sorry, I did. I'm, this is not an emotional hedge. It's just there's too many gambling adages that tell me I got to take the Bucks in this spot. And uh, money's money. I <laughs> like, I, I like. Loyalty, team loyalty only gets you so far. Uh, so Colts, Bucks. I'm on the Chargers. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's gross, but you got to do it. Uh, give me the Jets plus the seven, and uh, like I said, my fifth is going to be the uh, is going to be the Tennessee Titans getting points in London. That one's likely to uh, to, to be subject to change. So uh, watch uh, the uh, Twitter account for the show Sunday morning because I'm likely to bail on this one for sure. Um, so uh, Colts, Bucks. Chargers, Jets, Titans for now, subject to change. Uh, thank you uh, very much. Uh, as always, Crossover Podcast is available at crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes, for straight and subscribe, five stars only, and we're on uh, pretty much any podcatcher that's out there, and if we're not, uh, email us at contact at crossoverpodcast.com, and we'll get us up on whatever podcatcher we're missing on, and as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, that's it for week six. Uh, we'll be back for week seven with the three of us and uh nothing 
coming up just yet. I'm enjoying the Loki series, but I don't feel the need to. It's been one episode so far. Don't feel the need to chit chat on it just yet. But uh, stuff's coming up for the other side of this podcast, so uh, it won't just be uh, football uh, soon enough. All right, uh, Craig, Bill, as always, pleasure doing this with you guys. Take care, everybody, and uh, good luck on your bets out there this week. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossword Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.